Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Eddie was addicted to gambling. He shares his story, when it started, what he lost and what he would do if he ever came into a lot of money again, an answer which shocked me. Well, my father used to go to the um, uh, cops on every Saturday afternoon. It was at Rockley, which is probably um, what we lived in uh, Graceville. So uh, it was probably only about a 10-minute drive from, from me, you know. And, and being a good little boy, because, I mean, he I, all I was was just really a, probably a pain for him. Yeah, he used to buy me a packet of chips and a can of drink, and I'd, mate, you know, being at that age, I, it was heaven. Yeah. You know, I was I was in the element. And uh, you know, I used to just walk around, and then I used to watch the horses when they were trotting around, not, not understanding anything or anything like that. And then one day I um, I found some money on the ground, and um, I... Um, uh, I said to Dad, I gave it to my father, and I said, look what I found. Oh, I think it was about a five-pound note. I think it was pounds in those days. Yeah. And uh, he says, all right, do you want to put it on a horse? And I saw a horse there, and I said, yeah, I like that one. And, you know, it was pretty good odds, you know, which meant nothing to me at that stage. How old were you? Uh, uh, probably around about 15, 16, you know, and... Um, yeah, so and the thing got up, and of course, Dad was kind enough to give me all the money. He said, as long as I banked it. I said, yeah, I can do that, you know. And then, of course, when we got home, uh, I told my mother, which I shouldn't have done anyway, because my mum, my mother went right off and all that sort of thing, because she detested my father's gambling and all that sort of jazz, you know. Yeah. So, But then when I got the combi, you know, you go across, uh, I used to park along the Esplanade at Coolangatta. Right, and um, and of course you go across the border because in my day it was uh, the drinking age was twenty one, but across the border in New South Wales it was only eighteen. So we right. used to go across the border. We'd either go to one of the clubs or something like that, you know. And of course they had poker machines and all that sort of thing. And you know, you get somebody to show you how to play a poker machine. It just went from there. Then mate, it just just ballooned. Tell us how bad it got. It, it, it consumed, consumed me to the point that uh, I, I lost uh, houses. Uh, I didn't lose any jobs because I, 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 I was strong enough to not let it affect me. But as soon as I finished work for the day, straight down, you know, and I mean, I had some good jobs. Uh, I was able to get money easily. I could, you know, go to the bank and say, oh, look, I need a credit card, da, 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 you know. How much would you like? I said, oh, you know, how about can I get 10000 or something like that? I said, yeah, not a problem. That would be approved. And then, you know, a week or so later, I'd be down there and I'd, I'd blow it. Wow. You know, and it just, just, got, uh, just got worse and worse. And we're talking in the early 70s, mid-70s, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. 10000 in the... Uh Mid-70s, that's a lot of money. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is, mate. It's, it's, um... Well, I remember my salary in the my first job in 79, 1980, with the bank I was earning $313 a fortnight. Oh, right. <laughs> well, that, that wasn't probably bad money in those days either. You said you lost a few houses. Yeah, I, I, lo- I lost a few houses. Um, uh, my... Uh, 
uh, my my wife, I've only ever been married to once, but my wife, we had two boys and all that. We had a nice home at um, uh, Acacia Ridge. And, uh, yeah, it was really good and all that sort of thing. But, I, mate, I was borrowing money. I was borrowing money. I was borrowing money. And left, right, and centre, until it got to the stage I was paying Peter. Well, it got to the stage where I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. And then it got to the stage where I couldn't rob either of them to pay either of them. Wow. And, you know, things bore closed. Of course, my marriage broke up and all that sort of jazz. You know, so I left. And, yeah, well, I looked at it this way. Okay, I'm a free agent now. Uh, I mean, we had two kids. I mean, I'm a free agent now, so um, I can do what I like. Um, I just continued on the gambling. My gambling really took off when I started going down the coast on the weekends. Yeah. You know, because the poker machines weren't legal in Queensland then, of course. Yeah. So, you know, everybody used to, I mean, on a Friday, Saturday night, mate, and, and the Sunday, but those places were just absolutely chock-a-block. Yeah. You know? How long did the gambling go on for? Oh, look, I've been, I've been basically gambling all my life. You know, it's, um, you know, I'd come into some money or I'd win some money, and I'd look up in the sky and I'd say to God, you know, thank you, you little beauty. Put a smile on my face and all that. And I just couldn't believe. Mm. I, I, you know, I had to walk out broke. Really? You know, that's, that's, how, that's how bad it got. It, um, yeah, that marriage broke up. Then I met this other girl and I, I was really good there for a while. Well, for a long time, we had a daughter. And then um, she, she accused me one day of having an affair and all this sort of jazz. And I tried to explain her, no, I'm not having an affair at all. Well, you're always coming home late. And I said, well, that, that's my job. I said, I don't have a nine-to-five job, you know, and all this sort of jazz. It's, it's, you know, that's part of my salary package. And, uh, yeah, so she kept she kept um, uh, harping on me and accusing me. And then in the end, I just said to her, listen, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I said, I'm having an affair with Miss Pokey. She said, who's Miss Pokey? I said, she's uh, a one-armed bandit. And she didn't understand what I was talking about. And I said, it's a poker machine. Okay, so that's where all the money's going. Yeah, so she um she up and left, wow. and um and I said okay, um I left the house and I just said to the bank, come and get it. So, where are you at today with your situation? Uh, with the gambling, uh, I'm I'm pretty good actually because I don't have the money anymore. Right. Um, you know, I'd rather I'd rather eat. I, you know, I've got to, you know, put money aside, say, like when my registration comes up, that sort of thing for my car. Um, you know, I've got to, I, I get a, uh, a deduction taken out every fortnight for my electricity. So when I get the bill, it's either being paid or there's all to pay, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then, yeah, uh, when I get paid, uh, I just go and do a bit of a stop and all that sort of thing. And, you know, I have... And I get the basic things and all that. Um, I do all my uh, washing at um, at street level because they, they have uh, facilities there and everything like that. And, uh, yeah. So, look, mate, if, honestly, if it wasn't for street level, I don't know where I'd be. I yeah. mean, I was living out of my car. And, um, yeah, it was only 
that I got a call from the Salvation Army one day, and, uh, and I just said to the to the lady, I said, "Oh, how can I help you?" She said, oh, "I'm here to help you." I said, "Okay." Um, in what way? She said, um, "I've gonna, uh, I've got a hundred dollar voucher for you." Oh, okay. Right. So I got the hundred dollar voucher. I went to street level for the first time. That's where I had to go to collect it. When I was gambling, I didn't want. I've never taken a drug in my life, right? Yeah. Uh, alcohol was very, very minimal because I wouldn't waste three or four dollars on a, uh, a a pot of beer because that three or four dollars is the difference between either losing or winning a jackpot. That's that 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 was my mentality. Just one um, final question I wanted to ask you. Today, if you've got into a lot of money, do you think you'd be okay or would you go back to the gambling? Oh, mate, I'd go back. Would you? Yep. So look, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie or pretend or anything like that. There's no, I will. I, I'd go back. Oh, I've got this money. I can go and relax. Even if I'd blow a thousand dollars, it wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? That's Eddie's story. He also shared how he is beginning to refind his faith and how street level are helping him find the freedom that a life following Jesus can bring. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.